You're listening to a Bork Business Podcast. Hello, you're watching Bork Business. I'm Sumit. And with me, of course, is... Oh, me. Hello. <laughs> Jeff Curran. <laughs> Do- I, I love what are you doing? You're applying for your passport. Come on, we're doing Jeff we're doing Curran. We're doing Jeff Curran and lots, what, are we, what are we talking about this week? So if you've been watching, which you should have been, otherwise where the hell have you been? Uh, we've been going through a couple of things of the uh, size of small businesses and how we're quite common for what is a very popular business in the UK, these micro businesses. And then last week we did hunger. And then I thought what we should do is probably tell you who the hell we are. So this is the story of us. The story of us. So once upon a time, your mum met your dad. Oh, God, we're not going that far back. No, we're not. <laughs> right, what are we doing? Where are we starting? Well, I don't know. We should start, start, with, message. Your, we should start with your bloody brother again. Because this is quite a good theme. To yeah, go on, you start. Yeah, anyway. yeah, go on. Yeah, we slag him off on we'll air again, him yeah. off again. We'll get him in one day. So I used to work at the BBC where I worked with his dorky brother. Okay. Uh, <laughs> very unfair the, with my dorky brother. No, not, not really. <laughs> uh, and then I met him uh, several times at very <laughs> salubrious locations. Over the the Friday Night Supper Club. Well, the, we should bring also, it back. The best was we at the, the time that Paul had one of his dodgy parties in uh, Halsden. Oh, yeah. And marvelous. you were so smashed when I walked in that you <laughs> threw yourself over the DJ desk when my sister was DJing. Yeah. Excellent. I loved her, your sister. <laughs> exactly. That was it. So that's when I sort of thought, who is this bloke? God, he's annoying and he's very loud. Anyway, so we knew each other vaguely through that. And then I'd left the BBC in 2005 and started working my own company. And then I got a phone call from your brother. And he said to me... Uh, Jeff's thinking about setting up a company, uh, about sales training, and he needs somebody that can do media training. Are you interested? And you said? I said, who the hell's Jeff? Why bother? Why did he go to... He could have just gone to you, but he couldn't, couldn't he? That was the issue because of the BBC. Because you would have probably started it with Paul, I would have thought. Yeah, but I, I didn't think Paul was... Inter- Paul was still working at BBC. I didn't think he was interested. So yeah. I just said, is there anyone you know? And he, and he said, Coxie and you. Yeah. And I never even rang Coxie. I rang you. We yeah. met for a beer. And over a one-hour beer, <laughs> we set up a company called On Me. We actually came up with the name we that did, day. Absolutely. So basically, he'd, he'd said to me that, you know... Uh, I want to do this thing. Do you want to give the background? Because I yeah. think my one was very simple. I think I explained it in last week's episode. I was frustrated with the BBC. I wanted to go and try and be freelance and do it. And you explained a little bit of, yeah. about the entrepreneurial side you've had, but yeah. you didn't talk about when you'd got to that stage yeah, okay. of thinking of this company or, you know, this, yeah, okay. the so trading company. I'd set up two companies before. The last one had been Sense Software, still going, uh, run by a guy called Tony Duckett, who was my business partner, and we're still friends. We had a bit of a falling out at the time, and then I decided to go back into corporate life with a bunch called LexisNexis, very good company. However, what they wanted to do and what I wanted to do after 18 months was pretty obvious it wasn't going to do. I had money that I'd set aside, so I knew that I could go off-piste and do my own thing. Well, why didn't you get another corporate job with a different company? Because I, really, I, just, I, I just wanted to get away. I just wanted to do my own thing again. And I, it was that classic, uh, who was I reading the other day? that if you, if you don't go to another corporate job, in effect, you've got to do your own thing. Mm. So I, I, I um, oh, I, I told you it was, a woman didn't want a corporate job, so she tattooed her face. 
She's, she, oh, that's right. Yeah, it's, it's on the BBC. Yeah, right. so the BBC is like, I yeah. tattooed my face because I knew I couldn't get a corporate that's job. That's right, and she, wants, she became a tattoo artist. Though well, the weird thing is, is now she probably would get a job. Yeah, probably. My, my daughter's got bits of jewellery sticking out of every different place. Okay, and, let's, let's, <laughs> again, Ronnie Corbett, let's go back to where we are. So, anyway, so, so, so I uh, had said to Paul, right, I'm going to go off and do, I want to set up something around sales training. And I said, I think well, I need something on wanted, media yeah, training. So why did you want to do sales training? And also, why did you bring in media? Because that was quite right, okay. weird. Yeah, okay. So my background is sales. So that's why I wanted to, to do the sales training side. And I was feeling that I was going to do it around presentation stuff. So PowerPoints, how to present, Why? Because cetera. you saw that wasn't Well, I, I, I thought I was pretty good at it. Yeah. Because I was an arrogant son of a bitch. <laughs> and changed. Uh, and uh, nothing's changed. And uh, but then I thought, well, if I'm going to do presentation training, it's a very easy leap into the media training. And I didn't have any experience. But that. What, that, that was the interesting thing when Paul sort of first uh, rang me and I said, why does he want to do media? And I never quite we never actually worked out why you wanted to book because you could have just done a sales training. Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, I just wanted to be able to offer it in case. That's because you wanted to be like your brother. I was hedging. I was hedging my bets. He's always wanted to be like It's brother. the gold cup. To, oh, no, I'm not allowed to say that, am I? Because no, no, it gives no. away the timing. It gives away the timing. <laughs> no, no. Gosh. We might cut that bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, you wanted to be like your brother because you always loved TV, didn't you? That's really the truth. And I'm so good in front of a camera. I'm so good in front of a camera. <laughs> anyway, so skipping forward, we sit down and he says to me, oh, I'd like to do this uh, media business. And I'm thinking... Well, okay, what do, what do you want to do? And we sort of, li it was literally over a beer down by the river. And it was simply that... And I then you already... rang me the next week and well, said, I've got some videos yeah, to make. because I was already doing, I was doing my media training stuff. I was also doing my stuff uh, with things like the holiday program and all that. So I had a business that was part broadcast and a part sort of corporate. And part of that was that I'd started to do with some old friends who were camera people. I'd bring them in and we'd make a film for people. So... I do remember the first bit, which was you said, how many days can you commit to this? And I said about maybe mm, one. Yeah. yeah, And you said, that's yeah, fine, because the idea was it was going to be quite loose, wasn't it? You yeah. were going to do the, the thing. And then we got this sort of gig, and I thought, well, maybe I'll just call him up and see if we sort of put it into this company. And that sort of suddenly started us on this path of, I suppose being more a production company than we ever were, even though we did try well, and no, the thing, Well, no, I, I remember it clearly, because we went to do these films, and I just went, oh, this is so much more fun than doing <laughs> training. Let's do this. So I started to sell the idea of video production. In fact, I was selling anything at the time, because it was like, we didn't, we didn't really care, didn't no, we? didn't give a shit. Really. Um, and also, you weren't committing fully. No. And for me, it was just a case of whatever I could pick up around yeah. sales training, media training, the films, etc. And I had contacts that I could go out to. Um, and then it started to get a bit serious when we decided to have the office together, didn't we? And so no, I think before that, we, we, so we started basically in, in my bedroom, and we basically said, uh, well, not together in my bedroom, but... Uh, <laughs> well, we knocked one out. No, we knocked one out. <laughs> it was, uh, and it was basically like kind of, you know, working from home. You were working from home. You had, you had the, um, uh, the, the nipper noodles was what, yeah. what, only a few yeah, she months was, yeah, old, yeah, yeah. Very young baby. So... We both had, you know, I had, Kieran was about sort of six, seven then. So we had our own lives. We were doing our own thing. And it was very much like we'll get together and we'll pitch for something. And if we get it, we'll do it. Yeah. Um, but we never really thought about um, any kind of uh, office stuff until. So I think that I think that the, the, when it all changed, which was so it was piecemeal, was the day that uh, 
you talk to me about three. Because <laughs> that kind of, I remember that day very clearly. So do you want to tell the story about three? Okay. So I had met uh, somebody fairly high up in three. We'd had a very good conversation, but I hadn't managed to convert them uh, at Sense Software. I don't know how you'd met them. No, it was through Sense, Sense Software. Oh, right. okay. yeah, so I've been it. really good at Sense Software. Yeah. He was a lovely bloke. So I rang him up and said, look, doing this thing, you know, one, I come in and talk to you, and he says, yeah, great, come and talk to me. Do you, do you know what you want to talk about? I said, oh, I'll send you an agenda. So that's when I sat down and said, right, what can we do? And he went, three's customer service is rubbish, and it's all Indians who are, bless them, know nothing about this country, know nothing about us, and therefore, we could sell them the idea of cultural training. It was marvellous. Utter pants. So I went in, and... Uh, they liked the idea, but they didn't buy it immediately. But what was weird was they rang three or four months later. Yeah, remember? that's right. Yeah. So they didn't buy it immediately. And then, then I got a call back going, you know that cultural training stuff? We, we want to have a chat about that. And then literally we made By the way, <laughs> three, I'm really sorry, but we made it up. Hugh doesn't mind. Hugh's a good mate of ours. So, so but basically the reason it came about was I was a three customer and I was so yeah. frustrated with their stuff. So you'd ring up and they'd be like, yeah, and they'd be, look, I'm Indian, so I can say it. And they go, yes, sir. And I go, well, I've got a problem with this. And they're all called Derek as well. And they were called Derek. <laughs> and I was like, why don't you call yourself your real name? Why yeah. are you called Dave? Yeah? <laughs> be Dinesh in Mumbai. I'm happy with that. Don't try and be Dave from Dagger. Well, unless you're a customer you're of a... Churchill Insurance, exactly. where they have English or British yes, call centres. <laughs> Brexit call centres. Anyway, so uh, I basically said, God, this is the problem. And I, I, I understood it because... You have Indian English, which is a different, it's now yeah, yeah, yeah. recognised a different kind of English. You had them awfully, sadly, being actually hammered for the script, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Where even you'd say to them, I think my problem is this. They go, okay, can I go through this? Can I go through? I'm like, can no, I resolve your problem? Can I resolve your problem? Yeah. What does that mean? Just fix it. So we went off and he said, I've actually sold it. I was like, what the hell are we going to do? <laughs> so we then made it up. So we made it up. So we made up a very simple thing, which was took the rules of TV and just applied it, which is, if you're going to make something, you go and get two sides of the story. So I said, we'll go up to a few shops. We'll ask customers what they think of the call centres. And then here's our biggest flag. We really <laughs> need to, to go India. to India to hear it from the call centre people. Uh, and then you find it and, and they said yes. <laughs> And they said yes. And then we basically... The best went, bit in India, though, was obviously the wife or the ex-wife ringing to go, there's a plumbing problem. That's a good one. We are really getting diverted. That's so a good anyway, trying to keep it back. <laughs> so we basically made up this thing where we went round the country. So we went to oh, uh, London. Or Cramlington. Cramlington. Hello, Cramlington. Edinburgh. Edinburgh was Edinburgh, nice. Edinburgh. And we filmed in different three, three stores and we asked people and we got interviews and we talked to the staff and we talked to uh, the customers and then we got over to India and we had a brilliant driver and he was great oh, yeah. we, we had a real good right laugh and then we filmed their side of thing put it all together and to cut a long story short we then created some video collateral to make a training course and then the best thing was they said go and deliver it I know it's even better <laughs> We actually did the training. Oh, they were lovely people. They were lovely. I mean, really it, was, fantastic. it was really, it was really good, good fun. Uh, there were some stories from that, but we probably yeah, can't no, say. Can't I can't remember that, but that was good fun. Anyway, we need to cut, because we really are getting to long. No, that's right. We'll decide right. us should so, be, there's yeah. going to be two episodes so of that, us, because it's so long. Right, okay. Go on. So that, th that's the version of, and we basically, we made up things and did stuff for uh, three HSBC, a number of different clients. Um, yeah, I think what we were trying to do is just be corporate video people, weren't we? And with the, the, yes. the training thing, we the training really went out. We, though we did it for three with the with, with that, it was still just really a filming exercise. And crap, frankly, we were pretty crap at training. 
I thought we were pretty good. I thought it was a personality. They loved us. Yeah, but that's because we were just bullshitting. <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> Putting on flip charts. Hey, they got their money's worth three. Yeah, the best bit, they got their money's worth three. Actually, the best bit was the bit when... Uh, <laughs> I remember this. So I, Jeff I, I put down know. on the board about like what, what he was doing. So, <laughs> so he said, right, so I come home and I, I have to cook. I have to cook uh, because oh, my wife goes out. His ex-wife now. My ex-wife, my wife goes out to uh, do yoga and all that. And the Indian guy goes, what are you doing? Why are you cooking? He said, and then I look after the baby. What? What's wrong with you? Yeah. I mean, talk about, you know, this is the modern generation in India. Uh, no, we want to be like our dads and we don't want, we want our wives to look after us. But then that was 10 years ago. Things, yeah, they've really moved on since then. Yeah, okay, on. that's fair. But anyway, so we then decided to be absolute kind of media wankers of the highest order. So we got, <laughs> do you remember the office in Yeah, in Soho. we're in Soho. <laughs> so this is an example of how stupid. So we mm. thought media means, so in those days it was Soho. So I knew a bloke I'd met through sort of, uh, freelance work at ITN who said, I got, he saw us coming. He saw us <laughs> coming. He said, I've got a <laughs> spare, spare room office. upstairs. And so we went to the back end of just off Wardour Street. St. It was opposite, St. Court. It was opposite the Revolution Bar. The Revolution Bar, absolutely. And we found out later it used to be a knock-in house. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Exactly. Oh, right, okay. So there you go. So you were happy then. I was quite happy. <laughs> so we then had this room right at the top and we were paying like 26 grand. No, it wasn't year, as much as that, but it was no, a lot. it was. Was. was it as much as yeah. that? Oh no, including the editing. Yeah, the so stuff goes, yeah. we had no machines. Yes. Either. So we had nothing. <laughs> we literally started the business. We'd go to Soho and we decide we're going to be media. Do you know what? This is the best episode we could ever do because this is really how not to run how a business. How not to run a business. The good thing is, is we will show you about how to run a business. No. But, but it just comes on a little bit longer, a little does, bit later. It does. But so we go to Soho and we think it's really cool. We're just yeah. like paying three quid for a coffee and we're just passing <laughs> about. And then I wait, 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 three quid for a coffee? Are you thinking this is like 25 years ago? No. No, I know. It's 10 years ago. I know it's 10 years ago, but. It was about three quid. That's well, not that's that bad. Right. I don't think <laughs> that's too bad. I used to go to that cheap, um, the, the greasy spoon. Well, we love the greasy yeah, spoon. Love, anyway, that's another one. <laughs> so basically, we go in this office and we try and sell to uh, big corporates, yeah, yeah. really. And it was all right. But yeah. I suppose our problem was that we found that making just a kind of uh, like media training we tried to do and videos. You always find it quite difficult to sell the video because once they'd had it, they didn't want it anymore, did they? Yeah, I th well also you needed to find a big company that was going to do it on a regular basis. I also, uh, m from my sales background, I'm, I'm, I'm used to a more strategic type of sell and, and video actually weirdly is quite a commodity sell. Yeah, it is. And that's why when I think we were both getting a bit frustrated with the fact that it, it felt like it was a bit hand to mouth all the yeah, time. Yeah, and it was, but it, 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 you know, we, we did that period uh, where we did all the wrong things uh, and we wasted a lot of money in an office that we didn't have to be. Yeah, we never in, needed it. Although there is one part of the office story that is quite funny, which is, uh, so we're quite fiery. I think we're a lot, lot less fiery than we were. Are you going to talk about the fire? Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> or the non-fire. No, so when we started, um, do you remember Nick and Vic did that shoot yeah. with us, right? And they both said, so we both did some presenting for one of our very first yeah. things. And uh, they said, you're just too alpha, both of you. <laughs> right. So, and it started off with, we'd go to meetings and he'd just say something that really pissed me off in front of the client. <laughs> so I can keep my mouth shut instead of just 
going doing, you know, what you're supposed to do in football, do it in the dressing room. Yeah. I just said, no, you can't say that <laughs> in front of the clients. Anyway, one day this friend of mine was a PR uh, lady came into the office. I really feel sorry for her. And, uh, and uh, I don't know what happened, but you started being a dick as you normally were. I think that's really unfair. No, you were that day. And I just said, well, I'll say, right, come outside. I'm going to fucking hit you. That was basically, I said, I am going to hit you. And what was your response? I said, you can hit me, I won't, I won't hit you back. <laughs> I'm a lover, <laughs> not a fighter. Okay, for all the lovely women out there that would oh, like God. to, who would <laughs> like a more mature man. Than <laughs> mature, as mature as they Anyway, so, uh, but that, that is quite interesting because we, we didn't, we weren't friends. No. Which is, I think, the reason we've been successful. Because with all, although I love Paul to bits, I don't think I could have done a, a business with Paul. No, because you wanted to be friends with him. Yeah, and, and I think... So we're not mates now? No, we are now. Well, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> it's convenient. Yeah, right. You're out of the wheel, by the way, now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think we had to learn how to sit within each other, didn't we? So that, <laughs> you really want to put that yeah, more carefully. <laughs> Wait a minute, I'll just get over here. Oh, it's lovely. <laughs> we had to learn how to, uh, how to adjust. To, to one another. To one another. Absolutely. Do you know what? For a journalist, you are really quite crap no, at words. But when, when it comes to this stuff, I really want to swear lots, and I really can't. Tia's told me not to swear so much. Oh, really? Have you, is yeah, that the case? Tell me not to. Anyway. Not the camera. Not the camera. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's going to do it. Maybe yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so uh, I think that was quite important, though. Because yeah, actually running a, a bit. Yeah, you, I mean you, running you a, business a business with uh, running. What's nice about having two people in a business is you've got somebody to share with. You've yeah. got someone to bounce off with. You the the to an extent you're both stressed, but you you're carry. It's a it's a bit. Like, what's the cliche that um, or the proverb? God you know, a, uh, problem a shared. A problem shared. Yeah, yeah, problem half. Yeah. And I think that does happen and does help. Um, However, there are times, I mean, we have an agreement, which is we are 50-50, and if one of us doesn't want to do something, yeah. they can veto. Yeah. Um, and there's only been, in fact, we've been, the only one time was the start of Energy Live News, where I basically yeah. blackmailed you. Yeah, we'll do that. And we'll do that another time. Later time. But, but going back to that whole point, for us, I think, because we, and, our, and, and, and the advantage of being on your own is you make all the decisions. So yeah. a lot of very successful businesses, people say, there can only be one lead. Yeah. I suppose the reason we worked is that we were strong in two different worlds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were, you were selling, I was doing the content. Yeah. I think if we were both trying to get into, well, I couldn't really sell, I couldn't really be bothered, but you did try and get into content occasionally. Um, I think that's what has the, been the reason that we've worked, is that we've balanced each other, but not to try to get into each other's areas of where, where we feel the expertise is. Well, you is. won't let me do the touch editorial. No, of course, no. <laughs> We want to have a business at the end of this. I want to have staff at the end of this. So, um, how how tricky was adjusting? Because you you had your missus at the time, and I know you used to go and vent. And what about you? Yes. Yeah. Well, when I think the other thing is, you had a different way to work. In I, I'm very regimented, which is I like to get up. I like to at yeah. that time I like to get up, go in yeah. at a certain time, be away by a certain time, yeah. and also I had and had I, well. I had I had parental responsibilities, yeah. um, so I needed to make sure that I, I was I was at places at certain times. Um, <laughs> you just <laughs> didn't have that. You so didn't have that. You wandering about at half eleven. It's like. Hi. Your problem is, is you, 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 you need a deadline. So when you had a deadline, he's brilliant on a deadline, by the way. 
but if he's got no deadline, oh my God, just don't even bother. <laughs> yeah, but hang on, when you used to, oh, no, I, no, I, was, no. I was still in the office, so that's the other thing. I had no life at that place, so I was always in the office. Yeah, but, you, but you, was an, you, you thought it was an old knocking shot. <laughs> <laughs> this is not for, so, for Christina. So, this is not. No, yeah, yeah. True. Christina, true. none of this happened. <laughs> um, so, so, but but that thing of two different people with different strength, and I think that for people who start businesses, a lot of people just start the business and then they hire people. It is quite odd that you know, like a band, for two people to start a business together. And one thing I forgot to mention, which I said right at the beginning. Uh, which we've always said. I, I asked Paul about you, and I said, look, he's all right as a laugh, but will he work hard and is he trustworthy? And he said no to, to both. And I realised that was the moment, no, he said yes to both. And that was it. And I said to you, because of my family history and my, uh, my uh, granddad, who has now died, so I can defame the hell out of him, you know, he basically <laughs> built a business by ripping people off. And I said, I didn't want to do any of that. And... Um, We've never done that, and that um, I'm so wait a minute. The three stuff we talked about, <laughs> yeah, we didn't rip them off. We gave them a good product. The fact that we didn't know what we were doing when we gave them. No, that's a good product, point. Okay, we different. did give them a good product. Yeah, and you know, <clears throat> but but that was important that I knew I could trust you, and I suppose because I knew Paul and I was close to Paul, and I felt I sort of knew you. Yes, that was easier. Yes, you'd see me in my worst on the top of the vinyl deck. So, nothing like somebody being collapsed on a DJ console, slightly worse for wear, to know that the times can only get better. So, we did that first sort of year in Soho being trending, and we both realised we are hemorrhaging cash. We're hemorrhaging cash. And why are we so. We, we're in sort of North London, Muswell Hill area. I live in this area and you used to live not far. So we said, why don't we look up here? And we managed to get a, a small office. And this is the moment I think I realised. So obviously once you work for big organisations, yeah. <laughs> you just ponce about a lot, right? Yeah. That's what we do, right? Yeah. And, and, and you've got cleaners and you've got a nice desks, you've got IT. And do you remember we had to build our desks? Oh, yes. I forgot yeah. about that, yeah. And then, We've like, had a team have just done it recently, haven't <laughs> yeah. they? We had to build our desks. We had to... Uh, I didn't know how to network any machines. I was just pulling out cables and sticking But we in. didn't have... We didn't even have a network. No, oh, no, we, we did. No, we, we, we get one. Because I had the... You remember the firewire cables? And I was telling you, I don't oh. know where, where they go. I used to ring up uh, engineers at the BBC and go, where does this go? What are you doing? <laughs> and then, like, you know, cleaning the bog, which you never did, you git. Yeah, exactly. Why, why should I? <laughs> you, you're the only you one were who, using it most of the time. You're the only one doing number twos. <laughs> you're constantly using it, slack bladder. And uh, <clears throat> so all these things really brought me down to earth. And uh, I was like, yeah, because in the BBC it was like, oh, oh, you can't change the water. I remember one day, you know those water yeah. dispensers? Well, you try to put one on. And, they and wouldn't they let you do it. They do it. Yeah, that's, that's outrageous. Yeah, that's... And then they got rid of our toaster. <laughs> oh, you see, we got a toaster. Yeah, we got, got, got a microwave. And a kettle, so yeah. good. And they've all been pat tested. <laughs> they have been pat tested. Anyway, um, <laughs> what I was trying to get to was the day I realised what he did was so we had two rooms. Uh, he was in the front <laughs> room and I was in the back because we pretty much hated each other anyway. So and in the front <laughs> I room, I love the way you then tell these stories. So wrong. And he was so loud. So he needs to be in another. And I had the computers and sort of did the editing in the back. And this, I have to say, is the mark of what. I'll never forget this. So I'd be in the back room and he'd pick up the phone and he'd go, Hello, I'm name's Jeff. I'm from my message. Would you like a video? And then someone would say, F off or something. And he'd go, Cheers, thanks a lot. Boom. <laughs> Hello, my name's Jeff. <laughs> you like a video? Okay, no. Boom. Hello, I, I think, I think you've for hours <laughs> and hours. 
I have to say, that was amazing. Yeah, I think I probably did it a little bit better than that. That's probably yeah, the worst sure. version of Teddy Sales I've ever heard. <laughs> I think I'd like to have a conversation and listen and ask a few questions and then get told, no. <laughs> But you just kept on, and I remember, yeah. I remember I said to you, well, how do you do it when they just keep saying no? Because you just have to. I mean, I know it sounds dark, but you just have to. Yeah, but uh, just, it wasn't a concept, because I would be like, hey, we make great videos. If you don't want it, it's not you. And you never even lost your call, did you? No, well, you can't. Because they, you've got to remember that the people you're talking to, they're not... Uh, they don't know who you are yeah, in some true. respects. No. So that you're, you're trying to convince them. I mean, we're very fortunate with Energy Live News now that... A lot of people in this industry know who we are. So yeah. I pick up the phone. People don't go, Jeff Crown who? Yeah. Energy Live News, don't know, you know. Yeah, but on message, no one knew. But on message, no, because on message, just a, we, we never really, we never really worked out the, the proposition of it. We never really worked out what the value was. We didn't really think about branding and all no. that sort of stuff. The, the great thing we got right with Energy Live News was strong brand straight from the start. We were happy to talk about it. Um, and we really knew what we wanted to get out of it. On no, message, we, we'll, on, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll come do, back to we'll that. But, on, later, but, on, but uh, on message, yeah. we, on message, we set up as a. It was a sales training company that wasn't a sales training no. company, wasn't a media training company. <laughs> was it video, did, did video, video, did video, and then and then we, you know, we we just ducked and dived. Um, so when I'm ringing people up about, if someone wanted a video, at least I, then they could have a conversation. But it was almost better to go at the start. Look, I'm ringing up. We do, you know, video production. We can make videos for you. Is it something you've considered? And if they said yes, I had a conversation. If they said yeah. no, then I'd, it was a case of, right, well... Do, do you know, there's probably a good point here to talk about leads, right? So I had no idea, right? So I obviously work where I got paid, right? The BBC, everyone who works there always gets paid because there's a tax called the TV licence. So you don't have to worry about budgets. So I kind of thought, and, and when I'd been freelance, people knew me, and that's how I got yeah. work. So they'd seen me on TV, and I could get Sky. I always remember going to the Oval with you, and this guy turned over and says, excuse me, are you Sumit Bose? <laughs> and I was like, oh, was my God, uncle. no. Um, no, he wasn't. He was, a, he, was a, he was a young guy. He was I, like, I couldn't believe it. I know. That's the last time, though. That's got to be 10 years ago. But... What I want to talk about now is leads. So yeah. I didn't know how we were going to start the business and get anything. How did you go about Because that's what a lot so of people I, start is, how will they get leads? So I'm just old school. So I will happily... Um, what did you do for On Message, do you remember? Yeah, well, On Message, the first thing you do with On Message is, you know, first thing is we did was we pulled, right, who do we know? Yeah. Okay. So I knew the people at Three, you knew the people at HSBC. HSBC yeah. Yeah, uh, the charity we worked for, you knew yeah. somebody there. Um, it was a case of you just ring people that you know and either you say, look, would, do you think your company will be interested? Who do I need to talk to? So it's about, it's a little bit like um, almost going through a maze it's, or, or doing clues. Mm -hmm. you, you go to somebody and say, I don't know if you're the right person, but do you know who, someone? Do you know somebody? Yeah. Or do you think, yeah, this is what we're doing. Who, who do I need to go and talk to? Or it doesn't even have to be this company. Can it be another company? Did you do, uh, I can't remember whether you did, did you just go and like look things up and just ring companies ad hoc? But, or were they always sort of slightly, what you call warm? Okay, so... One, is that, why don't you explain what a lead is? Because I, I don't really know what a lead is. <laughs> I don't really care either, but go on. No, but it's pretty important. It's okay, pretty a, a lead is, very simply, is you think it's an opportunity where you might be able to sell something. And people talk about qualified leads where um, if, if you look at what we do for Energy Live News, I know that an energy supplier 
that works in business energy is a lead for us because we can help them. Okay, so that's a that's a lead, and then a qualified lead is if I ring and they say, yeah, we would be interested because I've then qualified them. Okay? okay, right. So a lead is pretty much a <clears throat> you've got a it's a bit wait a minute what's, what would you call it in stories if you've got a story you, oh I've got a possibility of a story yeah, well, it's that's a lead you, as well you, you you pull it together but what I'm saying is you did two things which was like you said that network of people we knew yeah. and they I suppose they would be the warmer leads yeah? okay but let's give three as an example so when we did the cultural yeah. trait when we did the cultural training for so when we did the cultural training for three. Um, we produced a product that actually was replicable and also predictable, okay? And there was a process yeah. around it. So for us, I could then go to Vodafone and to O2 and to Carphone Warehouse, to anyone with call centers, especially in the mobile telecoms, but also anyone that had an Indian call center, mm. I could go to and say, we've done this for three. So we had a case study, we had, and we had a testimonial effectively. Yeah, we did, yeah. Um, and also we knew what it could do. There was a return on investment argument that we could use. There was a, effectively there was a proposition around it. So it was very easy to then go <clears throat> to those companies and, and say, actually you might be interested in this. And we did, I'm fairly certain I saw O2, fairly certain I probably saw Carphone Warehouse. Yeah, I remember you saying that, none of them so, of No, but, it, but, it, but also it was a little bit, we were quite ahead of it at the time, yeah, actually. Yeah, I suppose. But you know when people start businesses and they go and, by lists of uh, like, yeah. did you ever do that? For N- no, did, did because you? I had a whole load of contacts anyway, and, it, and I just followed the trail. And that, you know, actually, interestingly, I think LinkedIn is a really good place for leads because you can follow a trail and get to the right people. Then, once you know who the right person is, you just got to make sure that you can get in to talk to them. Um, and that's you really have to craft whether it's a call or an email or a, or some sort of contact with them. Uh, it may be that you accidentally meet them at a conference. I've done that before. I've actually looked at where people are and gone, right, I'm going to go there. The best one I've ever heard was I had a sales director in America and uh, we thought a, they thought a deal was going south in, in America. So uh, they actually looked at where this guy was going to speak because he was known as a bit of a speaker on platforms. Mm-hmm. So he worked out that it was going to be in Vegas. It was Vegas or somewhere like that. And he actually... And he happened to wait in the foyer. And Funny when the that. guy went past, he went, oh, hi, how are you? What are you doing here? He goes, God, that's amazing. How are you here? He had stalked him to be there. But, that, but of course, the deal was hundreds of thousands of dollars, if yeah, not yeah. a couple of million. So it was worth their while to spend the money on the, on the, the Las Vegas flight. Yeah, and yeah. I think uh, you get too many... I, when I get cold called by people that don't know me as a business... It's really, really, really annoys me. It's like, you don't know me. But yeah, but is there a value <clears throat> to cold calling, would you I mean, say? I, I, because a lot of people go, oh, never cold call. And then some people go, you can build a business on cold calling. I, I, I think you can cold call because um, we're very fortunate that we got known for obviously pushing out the emails. We got known for doing the events. We also got known for having a camera crew go around. So you're going so, back, go so back we, to on message. No, 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 no. Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah. I'll go back to on message. Sorry, on message. I'll tell you the only time I thought you actually got a complete cold and you got business. Remember you went to that fair? Oh, yeah, we did that one, that recruitment one. Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. And that was, you just walked to people because that was... We, most of the stuff we got, were, were, he was right, was through people we knew. Yes. But that one, we didn't know anyone. Do you remember? How yeah, did you yeah. get it? Had we done some recruitment stuff? Yeah. No, I don't know. You we just d- pawned stuff to something, I ju- didn't you? I ju- were I, student. You were there. 
No, you went. You went, you went no, I promise you. You we, when we you both, had that conversation. Yeah, yeah. We were both there, and they and they said, "Oh, you should come." And then I followed up with emails, and they said, "Come in." Yeah. Yeah. It was and that, that, that advertising really agency. Cold. Yeah, it was That's cold. It. Yeah, totally cold. Toy town, yeah, yeah. whatever they call so it. So it can be done. There's, there's no doubt it can be done. And also remember, we we had. Um, We'd seen some recruitment films, remember? Because yeah, we, we said, had. oh, that's why we should go to the fair, because we, we might be able to sell to somebody. Mm. And we had quite a few conversations. But and was... we did a beauty thing as well, do you remember? Yeah, that was uh, the exhibitions. That that... I remember how you got that one. Because we decided that um, if we went and gave a free film to the, exhibit, uh, the exhibition organiser... Oh, that's right. ...that we could then sell films to the people in yeah. the show. Yeah. And that's what we did. And yeah. so the whole, like... So it was a way of... Actually, getting leads. That was quite clever. Was, it was quite. No, we're we're clever. Well, sorry, I was <laughs> clever. I was clever. <laughs> and what about the thing that I suppose uh, I always found the trickiest about on message was that um, we were. I think you touched on it earlier. Although we could do lots of good things, one thing I found out very quickly is your name doesn't really last much longer. You know, you, I had the kind of BBC One, worked on TV, all of that, and that kind of worked a little bit for us. But afterwards, you go, people go, well, I can get video cheaper. Yeah, the, the, the difficulty was is that <clears throat> you weren't a celeb. No, So absolutely. if you'd been uh, Jill Dando or, was it Jill Dando? Or, no, wasn't it? No, I know, but you know what I mean. Exactly. Who's the one on Antiques Roadshow? Fiona Bruce. Fiona, <laughs> Fiona Bruce is much better. But if you have someone like Fiona yes. Bruce, she can probably... Go, I can make you a really nice feel. You know, she well, could that's, get, what, that's yeah. what ITV did with Martin. Yeah, uh, Martin Ware. Uh, no, no, Martin. Martin. No, Martin West from Human League. No. <laughs> and and uh, Heaven 17. That goes to prove how old oh, I am. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, anyway, Martin. <coughs> yes, whatever his name was. And he was a newscaster, and then yeah. he set up this thing, yes. uh, which I think still goes called ITN Consulting, but he did that based on. But for, but for us, I think the trouble was, even though we knew good quality, we had great camera people, yeah. you, know, we could, you could sell a good, good idea to people, we always found that they would all go to big companies. I think, the thing, yeah, but also, we I mean, it was interesting. We're at the time, of course. We're, you know, the... Because <coughs> YouTube wasn't even invented when we started. Well, YouTube was around, but it wasn't, but it wasn't, it, it just, you know, it was seen as, uh, video for companies was seen as like, it was a big corporate production. Mm, yeah. So, you, and of course, you either then had the budgets for it, or you didn't even think about it. And then mm. when you did think about it, and someone said, oh, actually, you can do it at this sort of price they'd always shop around. Mm. So they'd always find the one-man band, the one-person band, who'd go, oh, I can do that. Yeah. But of course, what they don't have is they can film it, they can yeah, get nice shots, story. but they can't do the story. What people forget is the story, the narrative, you know, the reason why you're listening to this is we've given you a story about w what we've done. And you're, you're either listening to it because, you know, you sort of think, God, I can't believe they're still in business. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or we're actually reasonably entertaining. I think it's probably the fact that we're still probably in business. Fact, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but it's true. You know, we're we're um, we're telling you a story effectively, and that's that's the critical thing is getting that narrative or story out. Yeah, yeah. You know, absolutely. when we did the internal comms for three, it was about the story of the company that they could share with with all the employees. Mm -hmm. You know, the work we did for the charity was to show. Yes, <coughs> for what, kids, it yeah, was about informing yeah, it, about safety. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think the storytelling side is, is is absolutely important. But I think what I found frustrating is that we'd go and then you'd you'd, you'd say to someone, "Well, you could have it," and they'd have it, and then they'd just think, "Oh, we'll just go to a big creative agency," and you think, "Hang on, we've made you a good case yeah. for far less money." But you still get no. Them. But we get. But you're missing. Right, so we now get into the psychology of yeah, business. So the exactly. psychology of business is when you go to sell to somebody. 
there's you're, you're either selling because they're in growth mode or they're in trouble mode. Mm -hmm. If they're in even kill mode, okay. So no, this no, is no. Miller. This is all Miller Hyman's sales strategy. Just to prove that I did do some of this stuff. <laughs> um, but you only sell when they're in trouble. They've got a problem, yeah. or they're in growth mode. Mm -hmm. Okay. When when they're in trouble, you've got a better chance, I think, because they just need to get something done. Mm. If they're in growth mode, then they may be interested, but also they've probably they're got more. Anyway. They've got making money yeah. anyway, but also, and the other thing is, um, you um, you would um, uh, what's the cliche I'm looking for? Uh, you'd never get you never right. So you never get sacked for using IBM. Okay, is, a, is an old one from software right. and hardware days that I used to be in. Um, so it, it would be. Um, well, we could look at that, but we'll go and buy the IBM stuff because yeah, I ain't going to get sacked. And, yeah, it, yeah. and it's the same thing. We, we sell to lots of people, and um, if we're very fortunate, we're dealing with people that really want to make a difference to their sort of sales and marketing. There are, sometimes you will deal with people that actually it's their job and they just want to make sure that you handle all the ticks in the boxes and everything goes, thank you very much, so they're not going to lose their job. They don't look at it in the positive way of, this could help me in my career. They look at it in there, I don't want to lose my job. Yeah. And so it's interesting. You meet the person who's looking to make a name for themselves, that's quite a good person to, 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 to be selling to. But the person who's sort of looking for the tick in the box, you, you do need to, you know, you need to make sure you tick that box and you need to make sure you do a good job for them because they don't want to lose their job. And, and let's be frank, we talk about being in our own businesses, mm. but there's 5.5 million businesses in the UK um, uh, which, uh, but actually, most people—that's you know, let's say that's five five million entrepreneurs or five million business people. There's still in the work, yeah. There's still oh, thirty-five yeah. million people or thirty million people that are working that aren't working no. in their own company. They're working yeah, yeah. for somebody else. They want that salary. Yeah. They want that yeah, predictability, no, and they want the and they don't want to lose their job. Yeah, and so you won't take a risk. And I think when you start as a small company, <coughs> that's the hardest thing that we found is, will someone take a risk on you yes. to, to engage you for yeah. it? And, you know, and we were old kids when we started this, right? Yes. We, we, both, so I was nearly 40, I think you were in your 40s, I think we are both in your 40s, actually. And so we'd had all that experience. I think when young people start companies, I mean, it's even harder because you've got nothing behind you and you're trying to sell on your kind of, your... your no, your but youth, yeah, maybe. I think when you have energy, you just have this yeah. whole get out there. But if you're, if you're, if you're dealing with technology, oh my word, well, I mean, like, yeah. we, we've missed the trick. You know, if you, if you really want to make serious money, you've got to go down the technology yeah. route, you know, because it, and what you want is saying that's, but what I like about what, when the trouble with on message was we only made money when we were working. Yes. Yeah. The thing about energy live news is that it's a platform. Yeah. So it's a different way of looking yeah. at it. Yeah, we can make money without actually necessarily working at times. I know it's like the web banners yeah, or yeah. stuff like that. So it keeps bringing on. It, it, no, I know, I know, I know, but you, it's a I'll good comparison. All right, well, look, before we end this episode about how we started, well, so it was going to be one show, it's clearly going to be more than one. Um, what was the biggest uh, mistake in your mind with OnMessage? Oh, that's a good question. Because I, I can't really think. Well, the, probably the biggest, no, the biggest mistake we made was that we actually didn't know what on message 
was good. With Energy Live News, I know that you got, yeah. we had an idea of where we wanted to go. On message, we never had an idea. Right, so, so, that's, that, so that's yes, actually a good that, way to finish. That is the, yeah, exactly. that is the great place it, for it. it so the biggest direction. mistake we did with On Message was we didn't really know where we wanted to take it, and therefore we never really worked out the proposition. And in the next episode, we will tell you how we got that right with our next business. Very clear. What a joy. Well, look, hope you've enjoyed watching and listening. And uh, we'll be back with the next episode where we'll tell you how uh, some guilt, lots of guilt. Bit of guilt. Great bit of guilt. Uh, Arsenal, uh, was it Arsenal? Arsenal, guilt, death. Suicide, Arsenal, suicide and, and, gu and guilt. guilt uh, Start yes. the business we're in. All right, we'll see you soon.